Hey now, Kev. Dang. Hello. Wait. There you are. Hello. There you are. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so uh, that that, that mistake caused by the fact that I changed your channel so we didn't get that thing where it's uh, fuzzes. Uh, Right, yes. And I sound really light. I don't know what the deal is. I sound awesome as usual. It looks good. Do I sound good? Oh, you sound awesome. You always sound awesome. Right. Have you said it? Right. Okay, so here we are. Now it is time to start the show. What do you think? Do it. Okay, then I will. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Hey now, everybody. Good evening and welcome to the Exeter Underground. Hey now. (laughs) Hey now. Hank Kingsley. Uh, And welcome to the Exeter Underground, hyper-local news and analysis for Exeter Township. How's everybody doing? Kev, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm good to know that I I heard the President of the United States say that gas was under five hours, or was five hours a gallon when they took office. Yep. So we're not just making shit up is what you're saying. <laughs> the lie counter just literally broke on CNN <laughs> yeah. for all the lies that the guys told in the last two years. If they still had, a, do they still have a lie counter for presidents? Oh, no, they stopped No, that. they stopped it because Orange Man Bad left. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yes. Did he actually leave? There's still people that think he's going to. Don't no. worry. He's going to be brought in and be president any day now. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think he left. Then again, maybe he didn't. It's a possibility that he's still in there. He's running everything from behind the scenes. If that's the case, you people that believe that, what the hell is he doing? He's ruining the country. <laughs> he's not doing a very good job. No. And by the way, before we forget to go into it, mm-hmm. this is vitally important. Mm-hmm. Hi. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that one. Oh, gosh. That's going to be a ringtone. I- Oh, it's a great idea. Hi, everybody. Hi. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Hi. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Man, was that brutal. Oh, we'll get to that. And can we, I guess we're going to have to start by saying we are not making a fun of people that have, that have had strokes. No, we're not. No. We're making fun. Go ahead. I, I, I. Listen, I people are like, oh, you're making fun of this person and that person. Listen, if you're going to put your, like a, a woman on, like. That's a model or something like that. If you're going to put yourself on a public stage like that and you're going to put yourself up on TV, you're going to get it. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're 600 pounds or you're 60 pounds. You're going to get made fun of. If you're putting yourself in the public square, you're going to get made fun of. Whether you deserve it or not, you're going to get it. Right. And it, it should come with you should understand that and just put up a grow a little bit thicker skin. Yeah. I mean, I was made fun of constantly and I, I wasn't even public. I don't think skin gets much thicker than what Fetterman has. He's a beefy dude. See, that's one of the things that, well, okay, here we are. So did you look at the suit he was wearing? It was, he was wearing his dad's suit. 
Well, his daddy paid for his daddy and mommy paid for everything, including what forty to fifty thousand dollars. They kept it right underneath the certain amount, so he didn't have to pay taxes or something like that because it was a gift. Yeah, the guy's suit doesn't fit correctly now. As a as a tall person, now I'm not overweight by any means, but it's tough to get a good jacket. So you have to have one custom made. You're telling me this blowhard didn't have the money to do it, or just get it tailored? Yeah, just you a could just bit. get it tailored. He looks like. What was it? Um, man, there was actually that style was back in the day in the eighties. I forget who did the uh, the uh, video. Oh, David Byrne, Talking Head. Yes, they had the suit that would literally look like an like an like an upside down triangle. Okay, so that was nineteen eighty five, and this is two thousand twenty two. But that's when that goiter on the back of his neck started growing too. <laughs> Like that, it's, he should he should just draw like a little jack o' lantern on the back. Just go with it, man. You're not getting rid of that thing. Name no. it. Like get it to put some uh, Propecia or hair club for men on it. Sell an ad. <laughs> that's what. Dude, I thought that's gonna come down to everything. I've had a whole thought about that. People's cars are gonna be ads. Everything's an ad nowadays. <laughs> like all the surveys that they give kids. I talked to the. I talked to a parent. That actually knew more about this than I did. When they do the surveys in schools for kids and stuff, they're building a file. Because what? who do the schools sell the information to? Most of it is sold to... College board and stuff like that. Right, but they also sell it to Microsoft. So Microsoft all has, and they then they distribute the ads per individual. It's just like when you're sitting next to your phone and you talk about, hey, we'll probably talk about it now. I wanted a heated vest, a battery-powered heater vest. Yep. I was sitting next yep. to my... I think I told you this. Yep. I was sitting, my wife and I were talking because of my bad back. I wanted a heated vest. Not like three hours later, I started getting ads for from Amazon for heated vests. I didn't even know they had them. Like I, my dad was You're a hunting, conjecturing. Like my dad had electric socks that you could plug a nine volt battery into when I was a kid. You know what I mean? What the hell are these? But now they have it for every single thing. So everything's an ad that's going to be sold to you. It's the same reason yeah. they build files and every. I told people that everybody has a file and they look at me like I'm crazy. Oh no, that's been a thing for a long freaking time. Whether it's selling you something or the government has it on you, they all have a file on you, as it is. It's one of the reasons why I got off of Facebook. Why bother? Why help them? Did you see what happened to Facebook today? What happened to their stock? Yeah, I heard it went way down. Yeah, but GDP was up at 2.6, you said, right? Yeah, 2.6%. And the market went crazy. And then by the end of the day, you know, I'm up a bunch of money. felt really good. Yeah. By the end of the day, I lost because yes. people got onto it. Well, they got not necessarily so. It's because Amazon's earnings came out and it was way, way down. Walmart's mm-hmm. earnings came out and it was way, way down. Mm-hmm. And this is why you know, like I told you, we didn't get into this before the show, but we were talking about how the numbers are cooked, is how does Amazon, one of the largest internet online retailers... The largest. Had, right. Have horrible quarterly earnings. Same thing with Walmart, which is on the ground. They do a lot of uh, internet online, they do. too. They're number two, I think. Right. How do they have horrible earnings, but GDP was 2.6? Oh, oh, that's right. Because we included all the money that we sent to Ukraine and the arms and the monies that we sent to Ukraine. This, it's all bull. It's, we're still in a recession. And actually, is it three in a row that's a depression? Some of the numbers that I've seen come out are worse than the 1920s. And I'm not kidding you. Brother, can you spare a dime? Hmm. It's crazy, man. Except now, brother, can you spare a $5 bill? (laughs) Yes, because I need to start a fire and I need some kindling. (laughs) That's what it's going to come down to. But Where was I the other day? Oh, oh, here's one for you. I went to a movie the other day. No shit, by yourself? Yeah, 
Mm. I took the day off. I gave myself the day off. And, you. you know what, man? I don't get stressed out, but I was like, I'm tired. I'm taking today off. What'd you go see? Black Adam. Superhero movie. Oh, is that that rock one? Yeah, yeah. And how was it? It was all right. It was good. You like the superhero shit? Eh, some of it. I do. I've been waiting for all the Shazam movie to come out since I was a kid, so <laughs> right? it's time. So, so I go to the, they had an 1145 at the cinema down in Oaks. Okay, yeah. Okay? And I figured, okay, I can go back, you know, it's a couple hours, yeah, you go back, go to work, actually get a few few hours work in, mm-hmm. and uh, go down there, and the kid goes, uh, I go, okay, one for Black Adam, and he goes, $13. Mm-hmm. I went, are you effing kidding me? Yeah. And he looked at me, and he went, why would I kid you about that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, $13 for a matinee? Because he's too young to understand when movies were 5 bucks a pop, or even a two fifty a pop. So he he goes... Dude, we were closed for like six months. We're gonna make that money up, yeah. so you know. Well, you're also. I was gonna like, kill, yeah. You're gonna okay. kill your industry too, because or people like me with a family of four, I'm not gonna take my kids to go see them go to see a movie. Oh wait, it gets better. So I said, okay, give me uh, the small bag of popcorn and uh, a bottle of water. The bottle of water was four seventy five. The popcorn was five seventy five. Tiny ass little bag like this, twenty four fifty to go see a matinee alone. Yep. <laughs> it, it, what, normally that'd be like a date, and now you're not getting anything at the end of that date, buddy. I was just gonna say that date pays off, right? right? You know it's gonna end well. Hey, honey, it's been twenty four fifty. Come on, take care of the kid. Let's go. Yeah, but this is the thing. Also, it's like okay, I get the pricing is way more, and the dollar is not worth crap anymore. But also, when I went to the movies when I was a kid, you were lucky if they had the lean ones back. Like it's like the it's the Strand in Kutztown. Like I still think they have the same seats where you sit and you stroll back, and it's, they're on like metal rollers. Where right? okay, I got right? it. Nowadays, when you go to the movie theater, I have been like I saw Star Wars when it came out. Every once in a while, I haven't been in the movies in a long time, a long time, maybe a few years, because I used to go with my son. But now they have like red leather recliners that are oh, electric yeah. and stuff like that uh-huh. and everything. And so you're going to obviously that they're going to they're trying to make the experience better. Um but it's just not worth it because why would I why would I wait a little bit and stay at my house. Dude, if you can rent that movie in a couple of weeks for 995, yeah. how much money have you saved? Yep. Not taken. So if the four of you went mm-hmm. That's a hundred dollars yep. to go to an effing movie. Yep, yep. And now that this is the way they get you, though, is that this happens for like the first month or two. You can't rent it for nine ninety nine or five ninety nine. You either have to, you can't get it for a while, or you have to buy it for like twenty five bucks. You're still saving money. You would, yeah. You're still saving money. I just don't know if I'm going to spend twenty five dollars to 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 watch anything that's coming out in the theaters nowadays. Like I'll, if I'll go to, I'll go to, I don't know. There's plenty of what's that Tubi has free movies and stuff like that, or all this other things that you can get free movies or watch or whatever the hell it is. Can I make you feel better? Hmm. Even though it's $25 inflation is like 20%. So the reality is it's only 20, <laughs> right? but still, it's, I, I don't even want to give these people any money. There is, that's a, it's a sick industry. It's a sick industry, and most of the stuff they do is is let's be honest, it's shit. They redo. This is one of the things with the superheroes that annoys me. 
why are they changing characters? Like they're changing all the characters that are where we're, we're you know, Superman's gay. I mean, no, no, no. okay. So, so let let's get to the bottom of that. It's Superman's son who's gay. Who's gay? Okay, get it right. right I'm sorry, <laughs> but like the, all the things like they changed. Like Captain Marvel was a woman. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, and it was a Marvel- Thor is a woman. How about that one? Right? Like that's not even Thoretta. Listen, I took some mythology classes. We were forced to take mythology classes in Oli, and Mrs. Leinbach was the teacher. And it was a cool class. But I don't ever remember there being a female Thor. No, I don't either. This is the part that I'm talking about. It's like, I don't care if there's female characters. I really don't. I think some of the female characters are really cool. Mm -hmm. But come up with your own. It's the same thing with gay characters. Number one, I don't care. I never thought of Superman. I was like, wow, he's probably banging lots of chicks. You know, I probably did when I got older. You know what I mean? You had if to. I was Superman, right? You had to. Or, you know what I mean? I'd have him lined up. <laughs> right, but, you, but when you're a kid. Your turn. Let's that's, go. <laughs> that's not, well, what woman wouldn't want to have sex with Superman, right? My point is, is that when you're a little kid, you're not thinking about, like, when I was a little kid, I wasn't thinking about Luke Skywalker and, and, and Leia, were, what, who they were having sex with. Despite the fact that her name was Leia. Right. Despite the fact you didn't think that way. No. Come on. Except for when I got older when they did Return of the Jedi and she had that she had that outfit on when she was next to Jabba. I don't know what you're talking I'll about. I'll have to show you. Oh, boy. You uh, after the I'm show. No, no. I've never seen a frame of any of the Star Wars movies. I told you that. Shame on you. But it just sucks. Why are they trying to change everything? I don't know. Because we're old. No, it's not that. It's like it's like changing Moby Dick, and the guy was like the you know Captain Ahab was a was a was a gay female pirate. I mean, come on, <laughs> a lesbian, yeah, a lesbian pirate going arg matey, arg matey. <laughs> she has her hair shaved real real high and tight. You know what I mean? That's the point. Like they, I a fashion coordinated eye patch. I think it's just attack on the structural fabric of our culture that was that based on those things. Like if they they could easily come up with a character, but they have to. It's kind of like socialism and capitalism. Socialism can't exist without capitalism. Correct. Right, because it has to feed on something that's already exists. Yeah. Right, capitalism doesn't need that. It has to feed. It's a parasite. Right, that's why all this stuff is. I look at it the same way as them coming up with these characters and changing the characters that exist. Oh, well, you're just being old school. You're racist. No, like, why don't you come up (laughs) with your own shit? (laughs) Come up with your own crap. Like you're so damn smart and so talented, and I just I don't care. But come up with your own stuff. Stop changing stuff. That's what I am. I'm a total racist. Right? Right. But it, that's the part that's like, what is it? Um, the funny part was that people get upset that uh, the Green Lantern was black. What they don't understand was is that there was the Green Lantern. There's a Green Lantern core. Right. There's tons of Green Lanterns. Like, he was just one. The one that we knew, the dude with the brown hair. and the Al Jordan. Right. That Ryan was Reynolds. one of tons of them. Right. So there were black ones. There were Asian ones. They're all short. There was ones that their heads were like... Like the aliens that you think of. The right. Little, you know? Just pick your battles. I don't know. Who cares about the Green Lantern anyway? I don't. <laughs> you don't even care about Star Wars. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't even know what Star Wars is. <clears throat> so, we have, uh, I, we're going to take a little departure today. Mm. Okay? Instead of talking all Exeter, we're going to do Exeter first, and hopefully it doesn't take too long, although... 
I think you know this way that's going to go. And then we're going to do clips from the Oz Fetterman debate. I've been waiting for this day. I was commenting to you. It's like, how, maybe we should do a podcast outside of Exeter. Maybe we should do this, this, right. this. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> you texted that to me yesterday. Maybe we could step outside of Exeter. Perhaps. Yeah. And then I call you this morning and go, by the way. <laughs> I've been waiting for this forever, Jerry. <laughs> no, a lot of my friends that have known me for a really long time have been trying to get me to do a podcast on everything for a long time mm-hmm. and i do i want to do one about certain things and men and boys and and what's our culture and politics and art and all that stuff and everything and it will come to my, maybe tonight people get a little bit of well we just did it we just did all of it a little bit in the pre well when we get to the debate part holy macaroni yeah. so this week we had a supervisors meeting mm-hmm. and i figured instead of trying to put together clips that show what total asses they are. Mm-hmm. We would actually direct the anger. Yes, we should. Because it is now a given that they're going to be asses. What did I text you when I started listening? I was like, hey, I'm, first two hours seems pretty calm there. You said, Dude. just wait. After that, they're, what did you say? The asshole extravaganza starts? Yes. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, it didn't take very long after that. Because I was thinking the exact same thing. At about the two-hour mark, I was like, wow, nobody assholed up yet. Yeah. Maybe they learned. Maybe five minutes later. Bang, here we go. That's what I said to you on text message. Maybe they're taking my advice finally. (laughs) Maybe they're taking my advice. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't text back. Perhaps, but you may want to listen after the two-hour mark. (laughs) Because it was, what, three point three and a half hours? Yep. Yeah. And it after was, hour it two, brutal. it was like, you shouldn't, I had to listen to the whole damn thing for, the first two hours were like, yum, 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 yum. and then after hour two, it was like, here yeah. we go. Yep. Somebody rang a bell. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 let's go. Yep. So, so the main thing that, that I wanted to concentrate on that happened in the, in that meeting is that they went on the bust. Mm-hmm. For Fred Whitehawk. Yep. They went full on get Fred Whitehawk. Now, as I wrote in the Exeter Exeter Examiner, this is the second time they've gone after political appointees, people who volunteer the second time they've gone after them to get them. Yep. The first one was Jim Ruoff. Yep. They they, They tried to remove him. They were going to remove him. We know the reason. The reason was his social media post, which wasn't even all that bad. Jim no. told us all about it. Yep. Uh, in this very show. But let's make let's make let's make all of our listeners. I'm sure some of them know this. But what is what is Fred's job in the township for this? What is it? Fred is an auditor. An auditor. Okay. And what does an auditor do? They audit, they look into things, they check things out. That the supervisors are doing, how money goes. That w- that the township. Right. You know, just anything in the township. So right. normally, and, and they say this, I, I, I don't remember if I cut it out of the clip or not. Normally, the way the auditor works in Pennsylvania is they meet at, in January and they, they have a couple of minor functions to do. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You don't hear from the rest of the year. Unless there's a problem. Back in the day... Auditors used to actually do the audit. Now it's too complex and you have to have an actual CPA do the audit. Right. So this year, 
with the new board, okay, they decided we're going to take the auditor and actually use them properly. Good. And we're going to turn them loose and tell them to go find some stuff. And that was Dave Vollmer. And Vollmer did a good job of going and finding all that stuff. Which Cap- winds... Which, yes, which winds its way into the current situation. Yes. Because as long as it was him doing the investigating on somebody else, it was great. But now Ted's sitting there and going, oh, no, hell no, you're not investigating me. Oh, no, we're going to peel back what the auditor does now. That's what this is about. Secondly, this is about Fred Whitehawk being a declared candidate for supervisor next Mm -hmm. year and Ted Gardella not wanting him in the way. So he's trying to damage him the same way he tried to damage Jim Ruoff. So it kind of sounds like Ted is using his position to go after his political opposition and someone that currently has the position to look into things that Ted and the board is doing. That's exactly the I mean, way it I'm looks not, to me. I'm not the you know the brightest bulb in the batch, but you know that kind of seems like that. That's exactly what oh, it is. Okay, just checking. Yeah, you did get it right. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, take a lollipop on your way out. <laughs> I want a gold star here. I want to, I want to <laughs> okay. yeah, I'll have to go yeah, buy some. That's that's the point. And you could see that. And I think everyone sees it. The only people that don't see it, and maybe Ted doesn't care. Like, you were okay with Dave Vollmer running a fine-tooth clone, but you're not going to... Now that Dave Vollmer's on there, Ted's not okay with someone else running the fine-tooth clone. Well, Vollmer didn't have to run the fine-tooth comb over him. Right. He was good with everything being discovered in the back. Right. But you know, everything behind him. But now that he's the one sitting there making asshole decisions, yep. like spending, I don't know, as much as $50,000 maybe, getting the Reading Country Club ready so that we can make 2500 yeah. He's the one helping make that decision. He doesn't want that looked into. Yeah. And we're going to deny the right to know requests that ask for that information too. Mm-hmm. And we're going to deny every right to know request that we can. And we're going to push them off as far as we can. This government, this township government is now the kind of clown show that it used to be and yep. got away from for a few months. Like I said, um, I, I, think they deserve the bashing that we give them but yet i would not say they're as bad as the last one uh because they ted and these guys have not voted um to give our sewer system or our water treatment plant to the pa water which has screwed us endlessly everybody there's a thread on next door where a woman's like this is our water bill blah 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 it's, it's what i complain about all the time we just got ours it was over three hundred dollars and this guy said that can't be that's got to be your quarterly and i'm like no it's every month and <laughs> right. like that's exactly what the last board is is everyone's complaining i'm like don't be pissed at this board as much there's a trust me there's enough to be pissed off at this board about just the unprofessionalism the chaotic the you know as the world turns type of shit uh the circus that it is and everybody that that i see commenting know exactly is and i don't even know their politics i don't know if they're republican or democrat or whatever but the last board is who screwed you on your water bill guys and your sewer bill no that's question. who screwed you no question. Now, I, did, I just think this board is just unprofessional. That's a circus. And like we said last week, and we've been saying since the beginning, Dave Hughes in the beginning was the one that was eating shit all over because of the way he was acting. Yep. Now, they're all acting like that. It's 
That's right. You can't even give them the benefit of the doubt because they're all acting like children. Yep. You know, and now now it's even worse because I'll take someone acting like a petulant child than I will someone using their seat to attack someone like they're doing the Fred. This is precisely what's going on. And so let's get into these uh, let's get into these clips. And I named them all Fred Attack. Fred Attack 1, Fred Attack 2. It was very descriptive when you sent them over today. To, for me to... <laughs> so which one did Fred get attacked on? Was it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Oh, all of them. Okay, just checking. All of them. Because, so the thing that they were talking about, just to make sure that everybody knows, is there was an aborted... Um, there, there was an aborted auditor's meeting. So they called a meeting for 5 o'clock, which is a ridiculous time to call a meeting for. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm guessing that the people from the township thought, oh, well, it'll be over in 15 or 20 minutes. We'll be able to go home. Mm-hmm. So 5 o'clock. But apparently Betsy, the Tell township me. manager, told John Dubach, who's the other auditor, that it was at 7, and John was away. So 5 o'clock comes, John's not there, Fred's there, though. Some other folks are there. And I'll, I'll let you in on the story I was told by an anonymous source, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Ted was also there. Oh, really? Dave oh. Hughes was there. <coughs> so Ted was there, mm-hmm. and... It got to the point where, like, this guy wasn't showing up and Ted left. Okay, so Betsy calls this guy, John, and she goes, John, where are you? And John goes, oh, I'll be there in like 45 minutes. I'm, I'm away. I thought it was at 7. No, it was at 5. Okay. So it gets to a certain point. I don't know the exact timeline. She cancels the meeting. She canceled the meeting after calling Ted and asking him if she can. He made the decision to cancel the meeting by himself. No other supervisors were consulted, just Ted. Hmm, interesting. King Ted. So, right after the cancellation, apparently, this guy John shows up. Right. But there was a couple of of, uh, spectators who were there, and they had left when they canceled the meeting. Rightfully so. So, they're like, oh, John's here, let's have the meeting. Oh. So now they're kicking that this is a, a Sunshine Act violation, which, you know what? They probably shouldn't have had the meeting. Right. But so be it. They had the meeting. The worst thing that happens is you, you invalidate the meeting and force them to have the meeting again. And change the minutes. And and Right. Exactly. Now, so it was taped. It was videotaped. They won't let us see the videotape. They didn't release the videotape. Because once again... They are hiding something. Again, with the, t- with the Dave Hughes investigation. They are hiding something. They're a bunch of children. Oof. They're a bunch of children. You're going to have to go back and see. Uh-oh. I didn't Uh-oh. S- I didn't say frickin'. I said the <laughs> F. That was- You're going to have to go back and edit that one out. Edit point right before this one. Sorry, folks. Okay, let me see. We are uh, 37 minutes in. 27. That's my bad, Jerry. That's all right. I did it once, too. <laughs> after be, after you busted my stove last week about me saying frickin' See, I got which, in your head. You, right? Yeah, and I did say frickin' twice, and you do owe me and stuff at dinner. I do. Um, but now I just let it fly. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Damn it, Jerry. You had yeah. a good streak going. I did. 
So the, are we going to do the, the Fred, uh, Fred Attack one? We're doing Fred Attack one. Now that we've, we've on. explained everything. Moving on. We've, we've explained the background of it. Yes. Okay. So here we go with Fred Attack one. Next under administration, uh, excuse me, moving to administration. Item one is review actions of audit board and considering authorizing a solicitor to take further action if warranted. Uh, and this includes a discussion on duties and scope of board of auditors. So is there discussion or a motion? Or should I throw it to you for comment? I'll, I'll have a couple of you know, couple of remarks. So this is Chad, the uh, solicitor. Hey. Yeah. Explaining what happened. What Explaining everything. I forgot that I left him in. Good call. So um, back in, in March 14th of this year, um, the board, as it was comprised of then, authorized the board of auditors to conduct a review of all systems and processes uh, with respect to the township. Um, and I think some, perhaps some questions have arisen about whether, what exactly that means um, for purposes of the, um, of the auditors. Under the second class township code, the board of auditors, when you have an appointed CPA firm like we do here at X. It's important to pay attention to what he's saying here, because it, it's going to work its way into something that's said later. Consider typically doesn't really have a whole lot of functions. Uh, really what their functions are are setting the salaries of supervisors, but only when they are working as employees for the township, which is not the case here in the township. Okay, setting the uh, salary for supervisors who work for the township, because like in, in smaller townships, mm -hmm. one of the supervisors might be the roadmaster. Okay. That type of thing. That's what he's getting at. So you can vote yourself a, a raise. Right. But if people elect them, it's their problem, right? Wow. So um, what Exeter is currently doing with respect to its Board of Supervisors is really unprecedented and unique for townships in Pennsylvania. So um, wanted to bring that to... And he's speaking to giving them access to things, to do investigations. To the supervisors. No, 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 to the auditors. Oh. Giving the auditors the ability Got to it. do investigations. Got it. Come on. The board's attention here, um, and I know there was some discussion at the last meeting with respect to a, uh, a meeting that was scheduled to occur at 5 p.m. on October 5th, um, and then apparently the meeting did not occur as scheduled and, and occurred an hour or so later uh, after a number of members of the public were... Okay, I already said that, Chad. Um, ...left, <laughs> thinking that the, the meeting was going to occur at 5 when it, in fact, uh, occurred later. So um, with those remarks, uh, I, you know, whatever the board... Thank you, Chad. Appreciate the headlining of that. Uh, Three lashings. <laughs> as it relates to either or both elements, does anybody wish the floor? Thank you, Michelle. Recognizing Michelle, if you can. First of all. Pay attention to what Michelle says. First of all. Because of the time lapse uh, from 5 o'clock to 6.35 when the, when the meeting convened, it was, it's an invalid meeting. That's my number one concern. Um, the second concern is that I think we need to go back to the uh, use that's in PSATs for um, auditors. And um, just as Chad stated, that they only set the uh, supervisors' meetings if they're employees. Then I don't think we'll have this type of mess up again. And we'll go back to the way it was always done for years. 
he didn't say anything about setting meetings. He didn't say anything about setting pay said, yeah. for supervisors. He yeah. said if they work for the township. Yep. Okay, so this says to me that the supervisors got together, four of them anyway, and they said, okay, you say this, then I'll say that. Oh. Then I'll say this, and Fred will be painted in a corner. Screw that guy. They're all scripted. It is completely scripted because she went off script. Yeah. She didn't even say her lines correctly. How much of the how much does Chad have in that? Oh, no doubt he's he's involved too, but we can't prove that. No. <laughs> but she's completely off script and and I'm just like, "God, man, come on. This is not difficult." They did say they had an executive session. Well, they don't need an executive session. Dude, Dude, the Reading Country Club event was an executive session. There was four of them there. I don't care what they say. It comes up later. I don't care what they say. That's a violation of the Sunshine Act. My point is, is that where they here's 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 your script, Michelle. Here's yep. your script. Here's yours, Ted. Here's yours, Dave. Mm-hmm. And here's yours, George. Now make sure everybody reads their script accordingly. Yeah. And don't mess up. <laughs> Michelle screwed up. <laughs> Okay, Fred attack two. I'm making that motion, and you know it all. It all centers around it's an integrity uh, issue, and we want to make sure that nothing like this happens again. So suddenly, the board of supervisors has integrity, right? Yes, and it's one meeting destroyed everyone else's. Oh, good lord! As we sit up here and act like children, now we want to have conversations about integrity. You're making us look bad. We're not making us look bad. We're not like children fighting amongst each other. You're making us look bad, Fred Whitehawk. For one you meeting, jackass. For one meeting, they all should have to have like a huge mirror put right in front of the desk, and they have to stare at themselves the entire time. <laughs> I wonder if Ted will cast a reflection. <laughs> put some garlic around it. Back to the clip. So I'll make the motion that um, since the meeting was... This is the second time she's making the motion. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's invalid, and it didn't follow code that we um, dismiss it and that we go with the code definition and PSAPs of auditors just to create the salary of a, a working uh, supervisor. That time she stayed on script. She did. I think she misspoke last time. Yep. She went off script. Don't go off script again, Michelle, or we'll have to give you the wet noodle. (laughs) So here's number three, and I believe this is Chad remaking the motion, which he's not allowed to do. How is he making a motion anyway? He's not even on the board. He's clarifying to make sure everybody understands. Well, I think I think just to clarify uh, Supervisor Kircher's motion, um, it sounds like she would like some sort of declaration that the meeting that occurred for the Board of Auditors on October 5th was not valid um, because it didn't follow the Sunshine Act. And um, with respect to um, the full powers of the Board of Auditors moving forward to restore that to what it is under the second class township code. Right. You forgot to say didn't follow the Sunshine Act. Okay. Can I can I be a voice of the Exeter residents here? If you must. Other than them attacking Fred and the whole thing behind that, yep, no one cares about this shit. No one does. Oh yes, you know who does? 
Ted because it gives him right. a wedge to use against his political opponent. That's, that's why, all that this is. That's why I prefaced it. And no one cares about this and the meetings or whatever. Who, other than the people, other than Fred getting attacked for this and them trying to use this as a political ploy against him because he's running, no one can. Do you think any of the taxpayers really care about what Michelle or Chadwick's even saying? No. And what they're caring about is their damn water bills. It's it's part of the same thing I talk about with the damn school board spending so much damn time on a damn solar thing. Who cares? Get back to our edge. What you like? Christy Holler said we produce students. Well, do you produce solar contracts? No. Then get off of that crap and get back to educating our kids who the test scores coming out of the high school are crap. Nationwide. The same thing with the, the supervisors. Get to the things that matter. Stop attacking Fred. Move along. What the hell? It's a waste of my... Th- no wonder the meeting was three and a half hours. Dude, all they had to do... They did need to mention this. But all they had to do is say, this meeting happened. It shouldn't have happened. Yep. We need to talk about why. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, and And... and we need to do this and that. In five minutes, it's over. Right. Instead, they dragged it on for nearly half an hour over something that is completely inconsequential. And they dragged their alleged damned integrity into it, of which they don't have any. Yeah. And they're all talking about they're doing it all because it's Fred who's the auditor and who's going to run. Correct. So here we go with Fred Attack 4. Thank you. So... I have a motion. Is there a second to that motion? Um, the chair can second that motion. So nobody's seconding it because perhaps they're thinking political hot potato. I don't know. Are they thinking that way? So George seconds it. Now, to George's credit, he's the one who eventually peels this all back. Okay, so so I will give him credit for that. But... When we go to Fred Attack Five, I think is when we get to the uh, is when we get to the meat of the subject. I appreciate Michelle you putting that first part of the motion together about the meeting that was invalid, um, but I'm concerned because we got uh, um, a purported copy of minutes of that meeting, um, and so a purported copy. No, you got a copy of meeting minutes for a meeting that was. Invalid. He's just trying to cast doubt. No, he's trying to use words. He doesn't know what they actually mean. <laughs> so I, I really want to know from Chad's perspective, and I asked this of Tucker at our last meeting, what are our options when there is a willful violation of the Sunshine Act? What are, what are the possible repercussions for the people who engage in that? There's the attack, okay? Fred's a bad guy. We're going to take Fred out. You didn't have to say what are the options. All you had to do was say... In my opinion, the meeting is invalid. Yep. We need to vote on it. Yep. End of it. But now he wants to beat a, a dead horse with this. And I'm surprised, Jerry, I'm surprised he just didn't say this. Um, Chad, is it um, is it part of the stipulation of violation of the Sunshine Act that the person um, can't run for office for supervisors? You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt Ted would say that. Yep. At this point, that's, that's the cloth he's wearing. So he's got some stupid wedge issue to use against Fred next year now. Oh, you went against the Sunshine Act, and we, we, we caught you, Fred. And here's the thing. Again, as I stated last week, Ted's being dumb politically. When you think about the way these guys have acted, and you're going to try to use that against Fred when he runs, 
Half the people in this township don't even know what a Sunshine Act is, let alone a meeting that an auditor had supposedly broke it. And it say it did. Okay, it did. And you're going to try to use that as, against someone that you're running against? You Why don't you try to make things um, part of your platform that people care about? And this is, the, this is the thing is when I was with Ted and Mary Beth, when we would go to the school board meetings and we would speak, Ted was very on about the things that were Sunshine Act stuff and everything. The problem is that most people don't care about that stuff. It's true. They don't. They should, but they don't. Right. They should. And I did. And I was very proud and happy that Mary Beth and Ted would bring that stuff up. Right. But politically speaking, it doesn't matter. Like to a small few of people in Exeter, it matters. And it should matter. But the problem is, is they don't care. It's not something that is that on their daily repertoire that they think about. They don't wake up and think about Sunshine Act violations by the auditor. It's not something that, you know what I mean? Isn't it unbelievable? It's just politically dumb and you're wasting time. Isn't it unbelievable? It's petty, man. The lights are on. The air conditioning's on. For half an hour in that building, in that section of the building when it doesn't need to be. You're wasting time. You're wasting money. You're wasting money at the Reading Country Club, spending maybe upwards of $50,000 to get it ready to make 2500 Yeah. Jerk off. <laughs> it's just politically stupid. Again, maybe they need to hire somebody that will, that will advise them. on. No, no. Do. What they need to do is resign. Yeah, that's true, too. It's just, it's just dumb. Like, if you're really going to do something that matters, you know why? You know what matters? And if Fred, when he runs, oh, my God. He's got, he's got he's, material for days. Oh, my God. He does. Just, it's, Fred, just come and have a meeting with me, and I'll tell you what to do. Not tell you what to do, but give you ideas what to do. I will so, there's so much material that he could run on against these people and trying to use their office against someone. Trying to use the power of the supervisors against someone. That's a big thing. And against Jim. Yep. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. People do not like seats being used for political power. This is this is reprehensible. Yeah. Okay? First you do it to Ruoff. You can't really damage Ruoff, but you try to, and you don't care because th- that you could hurt his business. A man's trying to make a living, yeah. and then George goes, Oh, you can't talk about that. I'm a financial advisor. Oh, it could hurt my business. I, I might lose my job. Yeah. What about Jim? You didn't give a shit about him. Yeah, that's great. I, I got a new nickname for George. It's Scratcher Marks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> on to the next clip. So we've established now that Ted is doing this mm-hmm. for political purposes. Mm-hmm. And then Chad goes along and he goes, oh, well, you know, there are civil and criminal penalties, but the criminal penalty is is just a summary thing. And it's it's basically a ticket and you pay a fine. But, you, you know, you could go after him civilly for this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, why does this crap even need to be said? Yep. Is that what we're paying? For? Did, how, did Chadwick... How $225 an hour. And here's the thing. I wonder if Ted... Email. Ooh, is there a Sunshine Act for that? Where we could ask for the uh, emails or the um, communications between Ted and Chadwick on what is the uh, infractions or the penalties for breaking the Sunshine Act. You, dude, you can file a right to know request for all emails because it seems that that Chadwick knows a lot about that in particular. Because I'm sure lawyers are versed in very many things, especially yep. one that's yep. hired for the. Well, that. he's supposedly written a book about it. Mm. 
not supposedly, he has written a book about the Sunshine Act because he worked at the Open Records office at some okay. point. Well, then if he knows that particularly, does he know, then great. But I wonder if Ted emailed him saying, what's exactly, what exactly is the infractions? What's and I wonder, if, I wonder if he charged for that email. Mm. Again, there's more money. There's more money wasted on this nothing. Them coordinating this crap with Chad. Mm -hmm. How many hours did he spend explaining this bullshit to them? <laughs> yeah. Next. Next. Uh, I think you're trying to uh, create some nefarious... Uh, overthrow the government or something? I don't know what these guys do that's so terrible that you want to take legal action. This is Dave Hughes telling everybody, yeah. you know, you're ridiculous. Yeah. What did they do? You want to take legal action? You're even to even talk about legal action public, is insanity. Public square tarring and feathering, lashings. Okay, so then we move to uh, Fred getting up to defend himself. Okay. Which is sad that the man actually has to do it. Why do you have to defend yourself over this? It's just it it it's so ridiculous. Again. 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 This, this is not the first, the first time. time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Beer. I suggested he be censored for his gun proclamation. And I'll go on to that in other comments. First but of all, there's no relevancy there. Second of all, it's censure, not censor. Okay. And third of all, I'm not sure where you're going with this, Fred. I, I really am not sure. It's his public comment. Who gives a shit? Okay. Well, it's not a public comment. I thought it was. But no, it wasn't public comment time. Hmm. It. But but they they said, well, go to the mic. You know, hmm. you should talk at this point. Okay. You know, to defend yourself or whatever it was he said. My point is, George said there's no relevancy, and then corrected him it's censure not censor right no relevance not relevancy right so you, <laughs> like what are you doing you're correcting somebody's grammar while you're effing up yourself yeah. so number two that's number one number two is this what you think of the public yeah this is this is your take on the public you're gonna correct them because he's a member of the public he's a volunteer you're tr again that's, treating a volunteer like garbage that's the bigger point it's not just a public but a man that has stepped up to help serve the community for free a volunteer and this is how you get this is goes what we talk about why like my neighbor saying to me that i should run for supervisor why would i want to do that why would i even want to be a part of this and why this is the whole thing of the way they're treating people, the way they're treating Fred, the chain, the way they treated Jim, is that who is going to want to volunteer? And this just reiterates that it does. Why would you even want to? Why would you even want to help these people? You know what? Because if it doesn't get done, who's going to do it? Yeah, probably one of them. And then they won't do it, and they're just going to code it over anyway. Yep. That, but maybe that's what they want. Perhaps it is, but but they. You know, I, I, it, it shows you what they think of the public. I mean, seriously, sit down, little man. You said a wrong word. I think that is that is it is this the thing? I mean, you see it all the time with government at the federal and the state level. Um, I saw it when I was speaking to school boards, and they laughed at me when I said that the you know about the mass not working, filtration capacities and all that, and my the virus size and microns and everything, and they're like, no, I'm a chiropractor, why? And um, now it just turns out I was right on everything. But I think once you get in some sort of elected seat, you become an asshole, and you think everyone's below you. 
I mean, that's the way that sounds. I mean, I, you know what, dude, I'm as much a grammar Nazi as anybody. You are. I would not do that to somebody in public. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> no. And you, you have, trust me, there's a lot of ways you could do it to me and you haven't done it to me in public. <laughs> I am not. I'd smash that part of my brain. I smashed that part of my brain in a car accident when I was 22. I have an I have an excuse. <laughs> but but it really it it just I relevancy relevance is the word you're looking for, George. <laughs> and then you're going to take him to ta- I I just I don't get it. It's like a five foot three Shapiro making fun of someone that's short. <laughs> <laughs> you're really short, dude. You're five three. Okay, Green Giant. <laughs> Next clip. Fred Attack 8. Oh, if only it would work. And I'm, I'm just extremely disheartened. Okay, Dis- here's the other point. Captain right Barry. there it is. I'm tr- I, I knew what this was. Okay, this was coming, right? So George attacked Fred for censure, but he didn't go with dishearted here. He did not correct Vomer on dishearted. If you're not going to correct everybody's grammar, shut the frig up. But we know why George did it. He was just trying to to make fun of Fred and lower the integrity and correct. legitimacy of what he was saying. He, it's actually a kind of... The a, relevancy. It's a, right. It's a very... There you go. It's a very <laughs> small form of dehumanization. I've written about this, and it, we could talk about this for days. But it's it's a small way to dehumanize somebody. Yeah, sure it is. But it's a it, it it goes to show you. I'm on this side of the table. You're on that side of the table, little person. Mm-hmm. I will correct you. I won't correct him. I'll take more wine, please. <laughs> more cheese. I'm going to turn crackers. Give me the court jester. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's just. I listen and listen. Dave Vollmer is not a verbal choreographer. Now, I this would not. I'm not making fun of Dave for this. Obviously, I don't because I am not a verbal choreographer. Uh, I do my ask my wife. I do enough destruction of the English language, language and grammar as it is. But for for George to be playing that game, yeah, I'd be like, why why are you making fun of an old man? No offense, Fred, but why George? Why are you making fun of an old man? You, yeah. old, you want you don't like the elderly. You hate old people. Two, <laughs> you know what, two you, people can play at this game, buddy. You know what? Why are you attacking the elderly? You want me to tell you something? He's a racist. Yes, Ted's or Fred's uh, Native American. Yes, he is. He's mm-hmm. picking on a Native American. Mm-hmm. Is he not? An older Native American. Yes, an elderly, not really elderly, an older Native American. You're right. Mm-hmm. Two can play at this game. I told you, this is the way we have to start playing with these people. <laughs> Because if you want to play those games, then you started playing stupid, ticky-tack, petty BS games like that, making fun of what he's saying. Well, why are you attacking? So let's go to the next meeting, and every time somebody says something wrong, yell at the right thing. Racist. No, no. Just just like... Oh, uh, you uh, could do that. I can't uh, do that. Volmer goes, it's really disheartening. Disheartening. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, what he said. What Jerry said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ain't. <laughs> Listen, I graduated from Holy Man. <laughs> okay, the last one. Last one for uh, the, the uh, township meeting mm. is Fred's public comment. Fred Whitehawk, West 47th Street. Four, three of you and Michelle were at the uh, uh, country club the night of the 15th, correct? He's going there. Mm-hmm. 
you're going to use your public comment for questions, you may. Yeah. <laughs> Again, belittling. Yeah. yeah. Were, you all, were you all there? Yes. At the tables? I, yes. I was at a table, yeah. Okay. Were you all in the same room? Yes. Maybe not all night. Sir, that's a quorum. That's a Sunshine Act violation. I like that he went there. I do, too. That's what... F around and find out. Yeah. If you, if, if, I don't know if you'd like me to respond to that, but happy to do so if you'd like. So now Chad's going no, to No, Chadwick, I don't. Just sit there and be quiet. That would have been one thing to say. No, I don't. I don't need... No, I would find it very disheartening if you did. <laughs> Want me to? I'll, I'll file the uh, complaint myself. But that is a Sunshine, sunshine Act violation. It's only a Sunshine Act if you're discussing or deliberating or... Oh, you can they were talking, if they were, You can guarantee they were talking about the the meeting, or not the about the country club and the event. Again, when I was on the school board, they used to tell us, "There's nine of you. Even in social functions, you keep it to four, so nobody can ever cast the aspersions yeah, on you." It's not even allowed the uh, impression or look exactly of that. Now, maybe the law doesn't say that. Oh, but the federal law does. It should. The federal law comes, because I read the federal law when it comes to, um, let's just say, the president and his son mm-hmm. and what they did. You're not even having allowed to have the look of impropriety. Right. And you, then you know what Hunter Biden has done. Not talking about Hunter Biden right now, but you get what I'm saying. You're not even allowed to have the look, and that's a federal law. Okay, so here we go. Now they're going to belittle Fred some more. We're talking about the... Fred, talking is not deliberating. Get your facts straight if you're going to make these allegations at 1020. You're, okay. You're, is it okay to make it at 920? Would it have been okay at 857? George, you're, you're allowed to... Should, should I have done this at the first public comment? Even knowing... I doubt that, that Fred knew that you guys, that they had scripts, because I'm sure they did. Would it have been okay at 843? How about 729? Do you think, Would you have been okay with it? Do you think Captain America wrote down disheartened? <laughs> Disheartened. Right, in his script. <laughs> what is this word? Oh, it's written in red crayon. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just He's going to be one of the hard ones. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to George belittling the Native American guy. You're clearly in violation of many things these last several days. No, I'm not. Uh, this is one other thing I want to pass to you. Please. You're clearly in violation of things. Am I? Yeah. You four were just hanging out together, and I'm in violation. Kiss my ass. At what point does Fred pull out his tomahawk? That's what I want to know. Oh, Fred, take a tomahawk. You heard him. You just, heard Kev. Take pull, your tomahawk to the next one. Put it from your belt loop like, like they used to back in the day. <laughs> yeah. just, put, just hang it, man. It's not illegal. Are you allowed to walk into a government, government session like that with a tomahawk hanging from your belt? Sure you are. I don't know. Please leave it at the table if you'd be as kind to Please leave your tomahawk at the table. <laughs> so Fred takes a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and 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 he he wants them to look at it. But you already know what it is. To be completely candid, I'll look at it later. Okay. I asked you last time, last meeting, about doing something with Ted because of the gun com- conversation he had. You want to remind people what Ted said? Yes. Okay. So so Ted made a comment on next door. Somebody sent me a screenshot. Mm-hmm. And the the person before him said something like, uh, it sounds like they're about to get into a duel. And Ted wrote, three, two, one, fire. And they decided, like, like, I don't know that I'd be bothered by it, 
what other people could be. And, these and are, as a supervisor, should you be... Writing something like that? No, but also if you were the one that were, was behind getting Jim... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's... Eh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. You had Ted take that down the next day. It wasn't a gun conversation. The, the word gun wasn't even mentioned. Oh, yeah, look at it. Fire, one, two, three. Fire at will. Sir, that is. That's that's a problem. I just suggested. I don't want Ted to leave the thing because they think. I want Ted to leave the thing. No, I, I, He's a slimy son of a bitch. I want Ted he, to leave he, the thing. The point is, is that he, uh, as he should, but I wouldn't, if I was Fred and I was running against him, I don't, I'm. Don't don't leave. <laughs> Stay on. Maybe that's what he you're means. You're digging yourself a hole, man. Maybe that's what he means. Yeah. He brings a lot of good things to this board. Name one. <laughs> then what is the purpose of remarks this evening, Fred? I don't think he should be vice chairman. I think he should put Michelle as vice chairman. That's my that's my speech. Hmm. They got a hard on for him, man. Yeah, they do. And George is trying to become he just just like, like the rest of them now. It's terrible. They're all, it's all a complete clown show. It really is. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. So that's the supervisors. Uh, I believe that's it. Fred, public comment. Yeah, that's it. Now we go on to the uh, the, the departure. <laughs> this is the part I'm sure everyone is. If the non-Exeter people that just sat through all that are just waiting for our comments on this one. <laughs> um, the Fetterman-Oz debate. Yeah, and the clips that we're going to play on this one is just—I don't know, man. I watched it and I felt side of me, the caring side, the same reason why I don't shoot those that are with their fawns. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> oh, you do have a heart, Kevin. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I saw Bambi. <laughs> hey, Bambi had grew up to be a hell of a buck, but um, mother was hot too. <laughs> I just—I and part of me, the caring Kevin was like, I feel bad for him. But then I felt bad for Joe Biden when what what they were doing and everything and just pushing him up there. It's elder abuse or what they did to Biden. It now, is now at a certain point when he's been there for almost two years, like you did it to yourself, and now you need to burn with like the rest of them. Yeah. But I can clearly see that Fetterman's wife is pushing him through all this. And if you saw her interview today, um, where she was talking about a pool at the you sent that to me. Yeah. What? Jeez. But he's not right. No. Fetterman is not right. And I don't like the guy. I don't like his policies. I don't like what he did in Braddock. And if you actually listen to the people, listen to the mayor of Braddock right now. The mayor of Braddock right now did a walk around Braddock and did an interview. Yeah. He did not do anything. All the initiatives that he put forth and all the money that he rose, that he raised, did not go to Braddock. Okay. Listen to the mayor. You don't have to listen to me. Go look for the interview from the mayor. And she's not. She's a black woman. She's a young black woman who's the mayor of Braddock right now. Go listen to that interview and see what he did. The problem is that, like we've talked about this, that guy is so screwed up. All the people that I see, the signs of Fetterman signs, and I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, you, you don't care. You are just so concrete in your right-left paradigm that you'll vote for Fetterman even though he's a partial vegetable. And I feel bad for the guy. He had a stroke. I'm not busting on stroke people. No. And I, you don't know that he's being pushed, and I think he's just holding on by a thread. You, you know, I, I I really felt a lot of pity for this guy. Mm-hmm. I did, because he has no business being on that stage against a literal brain surgeon. 
literally a brain or a heart surgeon, rather. Is that what Oz is? He's a heart surgeon. I saw a dude on a squawk box on CNBC, mm-hmm. some 80-something-year-old CEO of some humongous investment firm, right? Right. I don't remember his name. And they had just been talking about, and this was a couple of weeks ago, they'd been talking politics. And, he, and he, he said to the guy, whatever his name was, John, John, did you hear that discussion? He said, yes, I did. And I'll tell you, I'm 100% behind Dr. Oz. That man fixed my heart. I would be dead if not for him. So, I mean, a literal, I, I, I don't care what you say. You got to be sharp to be a heart surgeon. Oh, yeah. He's not dumb. No, you got to be sharp and put and putting a guy who I don't think is particularly bright to begin with. No, but it would be his choice. And then seeing him, his political operatives, his his campaign manager, his wife, them trotting him out there against this genius who actually can still speak. <laughs> can hold a conversation and a cognitive yes. thought. And whether you agree with his his stance or not, he's a bright guy. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with him on a lot of things. Neither do I. And I think that should he win, which I think he assured himself a win the other night, yeah. um, I don't think he's going to be a particularly good senator. No. But I'd rather him, because he has the ability to think and process, than Fetterman, who will be nothing but a reliable vote. Yeah. And it kind of like, uh, well, yeah. Um, here's the thing that really annoys me. So on next door, people were talking about it. Guy wrote, oof, Fetterman. I get it, right? And I, I commented all over it. And so many people on there, this is the concrete boots that I'm talking about, is that so many people, like, if you bash Fetterman, they're like, oh, but Oz, you Trump supporters. I'm like, what are you? Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. I told you. I don't, I don't even think I can vote for Oz. But I'm not going to vote for Fetterman either. And that's my point is, is like people think they're so solidified and so polarized and so concrete feet in the right left paradigm that they're like, if you're against Fetterman, you are for Oz. If you're against Trump, you're for Hillary. It's duopoly thinking. Yeah. And it's it's so stupid. It is. And you can't you can't bash Fetterman and you can't bash Oz. Like this guy said to me, well, if you don't vote for Oz. You're voting for Fetterman. I said, so if I, if I don't vote for Fetterman, am I voting for Oz? So, he did not reply to me. I don't think he was like, I think he was still trying to play it over in his head what he just read. In 2016, I voted for Gary Johnson, the Libertarian. I voted for him in 12. Okay. Uh, my Republican friends kept telling me, that's a vote against Trump. <laughs> my analogy was this. If we go to a restaurant... That serves three things. Chicken, fish, steak. Mm-hmm. Okay? If I get the steak, is that a vote against chicken? Right. Is it a vote against seafood? No. It is a vote for steak. Mm-hmm. I want steak. Yep. That's the that's the right-left paradigm that, that people are just so incensed with. It's like if you if you talk bash if you bash Biden. You got to be. Um, you're a Trump pumper. Yeah, you're a Trump pumper, and I'm just like, listen, I don't even want Trump to run. I don't. Would I vote for him over Biden? Yes. Do I want DeSantis? Yes. I'll take DeSantis, but here's at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter anyway. But I'll take a DeSantis over over Trump any day. I've had it. I can't. I honestly, I I can't take Trump anymore. I can't. 
But when you if you bash Biden, you're a Trump supporter. If you bash Fetterman, you're an Oz supporter. Yeah. That's the way it goes. It's and I see people on the right two too. choices. And that was the reason why I didn't I voted for Kathy Barnett. I've met the woman, very nice, very genuine in her beliefs and everything. And Oz is of I would I can't even say he's a rhino. The guy is not even gonna be able to get secure security clearances and go into skiffs if he does win. Because he's a part he has Turkish citizenship too. Dual. Dual. I think he said he would give it up if he got elected. Oh, con- thank you. Oh, thanks, bud. But he, he's got a reason for carrying the dual citizenship. Right. Something about right of inheritance for his parents or right. some kind of shit like that. But still, then what's important to you? Than your inheritance or you're being a senator for Pennsylvania? Well, uh, that and the guy was all, everybody's all incensed about, you know, castrating little boys and giving hormones and, and cutting the breasts off of little girls and everything. What do you think he advocated for? That. Yeah. And he also was for red flag laws. Yes, he yeah. was. So that's the guy you're supporting and you're bashing me because I won't vote for that? But here's the stupidity of the GOP. Okay, Kev? The we stupidity, can go real long on this one. Yeah, this is a six-hour conversation, but here's the stupidity of the GOP. You've got four people running in, or was it five, running in that primary. It was a Republican that brought up against Oz that he doesn't, own a house in PA that he lives in Jersey. That was a Republican that gave the Democrats that talking point. Mm-hmm. If they listen to Ronald Reagan, speak no ill of a Republican. Yeah. They would have been better off because nobody would have had that talking point to oh, they use. Would have figured it out. But the point is Republicans did it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Work on the issues say, we disagree with him because of this, that, and the other thing. No, they had to sling the mud at the guy, mm-hmm. and he ends up winning anyway. Right. Well, do you remember the initial, and some of the people, the Democrats will say this with Trump, the initial P-tape and all the dossier and stuff, that originally was picked up by a Republican. Yeah. And then it was dropped because it was it was not real. Right. And then Hillary Clinton and, and, and Obama picked it up and helped pay yeah. for it, and the FBI paid mm-hmm. for it and all that, and we know now that, you know, all that. But this is... Republicans have always been at me- bad at messaging. They're getting better in the Latino community, which you see in Florida and you see in Arizona. Um, but the problem is, is there's so many winning talking points. You could just keep it, keep it to two or three. You and I talked about this the other day. There's two or three that you could keep to. Don't chemically, don't castrate kids. Right? Don't give them, don't cut off the breasts of little girls, and don't give them chemi- uh, you know, hormones. Let the let the let the let the process work its way out. Right. You know, (laughs) science, biological sciences. Also, uh, when the left says that you're about banning books, remind them that the Democrats are the ones that that ban Dr. Seuss and the people that say that, okay, you're for banning books. Your Republicans are banning books. Oh, so you want child pornography to be shown to children. This is the way we need to start playing like they do. When did you stop beating your wife? When did you stop being a pedophile? When did you stop grooming kids? You throw it right back in their face. You have three platforms. Stop the grooming of children, which 86% of the people in this country don't want child pornography in the third grade books and libraries. Right? Weirdos. And, and, right? And also, when you when you and I talked about this today with Mastriano with the abortion thing, don't let them phrase it that it's all abortions. Right. The, the Democrats, all but Joe Manchin in the Senate, when they did that uh, abortion bill and the Republicans stopped it with the filibuster, every Democrat in the Senate voted to have abortion up to nine months. 
except for Joe Manchin. Every Democrat. So all the Democrats believe in aborting babies up until they're born. That's how you have to phrase it. Like, oh, you're against abortion. Oh, are you okay with killing babies up to nine months? They do the same thing. Stop trying to think that the Constitution's on your side and you're going to use it to win. We're well past that, baby. We're well past that. And then they have a guy that's the vegetable and you saw how the... Did you read the art? I know you read the Philadelphia Inquirer. Did you read the article that they put of oh, yeah. saying that Fetterman did great? Oh, yeah. How can you possibly come out of that debate thinking that he did good? I, I, I don't know, but but I know that... that like like one of the things I read late yesterday was somebody complaining, well, Oz has all that TV experience. He would have been overmatched anyway. Nothing about that changes. He would have had the experience regardless. Stroke or not, he has that experience. Yep. He's a good communicator. Yep. Regardless, that's the way that goes. Throw that away. Stop making an excuse. And Oz was bullying him. So you're telling me six-foot lurch, over six here. foot nine. Right? Six foot nine guy. 400 pounds was wearing his father's the, suit. Was bullying the little Turkish guy that weighs about 160 pounds soaking wet? Yeah. Like, this is this is just so... It's The other way. They'll make so many BS excuses. It drives me nuts. And it just shows... We think our supervisor's board's a joke. Where do you think they learned it from? Valid point. So let's get to these clips. Mm. And I'm, I'm not going to play them in any particular order. Uh, I'm just start with the first one that says, uh, hi, everybody. Good night. I already played that. (laughs) Again, because it's so funny. His opening statement. Hi, everybody. Good night. Dart. So so this is Fetterman on his health. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm going to keep coming back up. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about fighting for everyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down that needs to get back up and fighting for all. For <laughs> I might mash one or two or 72 words together. Oh, I might leave entire phrases out of sentences. Listen. But believe me, I can think. What I, if, I was, if, there was a, if I was going to die... And then I don't think they do make a wish for, for adult men. Actually, they do, I think. Do they? I want one. It's called make a porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want one. I want Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and John Fetterman in a room to have a cup of coffee with me before I die. <laughs> Gotten communities all across Pennsylvania. You suffered, as you mentioned a moment ago, a stroke four days before the May primary. Last week, you released this note from your doctor saying you can work full duty in public office, but you have not released your detailed medical records surrounding your stroke. Mr. Fetterman, will you pledge tonight to release those records in the interest of transparency? You have 60 seconds. No. Uh, To me, for transparency is... No. He said no. Because what's going on is he's reading the thing behind him, and he's reacting. He doesn't even realize that he reacted. No. Right. And I wonder if he has the same doctor that Joe Biden did that said Joe Biden's cognitive. Dr. Bombay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, uh, the, Joe Biden has met. I wonder if people know this. Joe, Joe Biden basically had a lobotomy where they put metal plates in his head. <laughs> yeah. They did. He had metal plates in his head. He had like two lobotomies. I'm not. I, it, That's why he has to ride on private Air Force One because he'd never make it through a metal detector. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you. You look it's about up, showing up. Place. I'm here today to have a debate. I have 
you know, spe speeches in front of 3,000 people in Montgomery County, you know, all across Pennsylvania, big, big crowds. You know, I believe if my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve and and that's what I believe is appropriate. And now with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run a campaign and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. And I believe that, again, my doctors, the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. I believe I believe I believe you know, what ready I, to be served. You know, what's really sad is I feel kind of bad laughing at him. Kind of. I, I, you know, I don't know. Like, did you ever see the meme where, like, it's like where a midget guy is, like, throwing a javelin, and it's, <laughs> and then it switches to a guy that has a, tick pick, a toothpick thrown at him, and he's like, oh. <laughs> like, you laugh, you're right? It's funny. Right. You're not making, you're not making fun of the midget. Um, but I kind of feel bad laughing because he's, you look at his eyes, like, <clears throat> I used to play a ton of poker, so a very good read of people. And just overall, you look at his eyes, and he's not right. Like, there's no. nothing right about him. He's not. And dude, I'm telling you, if you look at a picture of him, he looks like Carl Childers from Sling Blade. Vacant stare, j just lips pursed. Mm -hmm. That's his permanent posture. Yeah. It's his permanent face. Did, we ever, did, ever, did they ever say why he had a stroke? Because he's a big fat piece of shit. No, was there other things that could have contributed to it? Maybe. Hey, what are you getting at? Was he vaccinated? Oh, yeah. Is stroke one of the things? Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. So here we go. On to the next one. <laughs> this is him uh, complaining that. Uh, uh, about the way Oz talked about how he got money from his parents, okay? We're talking about crime and inflation, the issues that are hurting Pennsylvanians that they're talking about at their kitchen table. Let's uh, say uh, 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 he got his Pennsylvania right, house from his own inlays from a, inlays. a From his inlays. We'll continue on. We'll continue on with that question. <laughs> he got his Pennsylvania house from his inlays. I don't think Fetterman ever had a job. And you know what's the funniest part is I wrote this before I was on uh, before I got off of Facebook. All these guys, all these politicians that push their union jobs and try to push the whole thing that they're blue collar, they have no calluses on their hands. They've never owned it. Same thing with Obama. Ob Obama worked at Baskin Robbins for like three hours, dude. It's they the never work. All these guys that are pro union and everything, you never held a union job. It's the Bruce Springsteen thing. Yep. The hero of the working man. He yep. never worked. No, he's a communist, too. You actually listen to that, that some of those songs. It's, it's very anti-America. Yep. Mm -hmm. Dave Vollmer would hate them. You <laughs> <laughs> take their, their uh, uh, America, what's the company that I wear some of their shirts? I forget to know. Who makes those T-shirts? I don't know. You're not allowed to wear any shirts with American flags and guns on it anymore. Right. So here's Fetterman talking about abortion. I want to look into the face of every woman in Pennsylvania. You know, if you believe that the choice of your reproductive freedom belongs with Dr. Oz, then you have a choice. But if you believe that the choice for abortion belongs between you and your doctor, that's what I fight for. Roe v. Wade, for me, is should be the law. He celebrated when Roe v. Wade... 
should be the law of the land, I, I believe is what he's going to say later, law of the land, except the Supreme Court struck it down, meaning that it's state. unconstitutional, right. so it's got to be done at the state level. See, here's the thing that's being missed mm-hmm. by the people on the left. They keep saying, we're going to codify it. You can codify it all you want. Right. The Supreme Court, it, it'll be brought to them. It, or If you take it to a lower court, they'll just say... Dobbs' decision. It's over. And this is the point that a lot of people don't understand. I was amazed how many people don't even know this one next door. They didn't ban abortion in the United States, you dingbat. Yes, they did. Go read the (laughs) ruling. They pushed it down to the states. And guess what? In Pennsylvania, if you still want to kill your baby, you can do it up to 24 weeks in Pennsylvania. And all, well, all that they banned it in these certain states. And you know what I say to these people that are all for killing their babies and that are, that they live in a state that, um, that abortion's banned because I maybe there's, I think there's what, five now that are, it's completely banned? No, every one of them has uh, the exception for health of the mother. Well, let's be honest. 99, well, however many percentage of a very large amount of yeah. abortions are due because you don't want that lifestyle of being a mother. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just because you just want to get one. It hasn't, you weren't raped. You weren't any of these things. You just don't want it. And you don't want you don't want to have consequences for your actions. You just want to continue to be irresponsible. Right. Here's my point. If you want an abortion and you're in a state that is at a point where it's banned, God forbid you travel to kill to end a human life. Oh, I'm so sorry you have to drive a few hours to go end the life of a child, of a human. You gotta be inconvenienced. Oh no, God forbid that you end the, the life of a child and you just have to drive a couple hours. Oh, that's just so horrible. And here's the point too, and I try to make this a point. I have a little bit of a science background. That baby may be in your body, that body, that baby is not your body. And if you're talking about reproductive um health care, you the reproduction part's way over. Mm-hmm. You're already reproduced. Yeah, you've reproduced. Right? That baby has a different DNA, a different nervous system. And if that baby, if it was about your health care, let's be honest, then when that doctor is sticking up those forceps and everything to kill that baby and cut that baby into pieces, you would be feeling the pain. You would be the having one having your ended life. If it was about you and your body. That's right. The great Ron Paul, who was an obstetrician, Mm -hmm. delivered something like 8,500 babies, Mm -hmm. used to always say, when I went to, to, uh, uh, when I went to college, when I went to medical school, the first thing they told us uh, upon becoming an obstetrician is, you're treating two patients. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. If if you if you kill, you shot and kill a pregnant woman, that baby, that's a double murder. Yes, it is. So it, it, or a car do? accident, whatever. And this is the point they say. Well, Make up the, your mind. Get the government out of my body. Well, did you hear what Joe Biden's they're doing? They want to fund abortions. Well, wait a minute. If you want the government out of your body, why do you want their money? Mm-hmm. And this is the point too. Is it? Well, get the. I don't want politicians, you know, a part of my health care. But you want the, you want them to. You do. You just don't want it to go against what you believe in or what you want. When it behooves you, you want politicians behind you, right? Yep. And that's this. How about we just? And this is the funny part: is people are like, oh well, with the the abortion being limited and whatnot and everything, you know, we're we're it's, it, they, the women aren't going to have sex with men. 
Want to bet? Thank you. That's what we're trying to push for, you idiot. Like you do, like this. There's no sense of responsibility when it comes to it. You know what I mean? Is and then if you go for the bigger picture of why Margaret Sanger started Planned Parenthood, yeah. Okay, and I make this a and Planned Parenthoods are all throughout Democrat cities where black people live, right? And what was Margaret Sanger's reason for starting Planned Parenthood? To weed out black people. To weed out the black people. That's right. right. So to reduce the black population. Now this goes to how Doug Mastriano should voice this instead of the crazy way that you say he does. If you support abortion, then you support killing black babies. Mm-hmm. Because that's the majority who are killed. There is more black babies that are aborted in New York City than are born. And then I make this aspect of it. And I'm making this for years, and it really hits home. How many Harriet Tubmans have been aborted? How many Dr. Ben Carsons have been aborted? How many Martin Luther Kings have been aborted? Yep. And this is the part. If you're 13% of the population, they're what, 13, 16% of the population now? 13.6. If you're aborting so many, there's only so many chances to have a Harriet Tubman come out of, of, of the black race. Yeah. Well, black people. I don't like to say race because there's only one human race. If there's only a certain chance that you're going to get that out of white people, you're only going to get so... How many white people have to be born to get an Albert Einstein? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, how about or, how about an Elon Musk? Right. How many white people Bring have to, to be that. born until you get a Leon, Elon Musk? How many black people have to be born until you have a Harriet Tubman or a Ben Carson or jeez, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Any 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 prominent black man or black woman? How many have to be born for you to get that? So when you have so many, and you're only 13% of the population, which is slowing down your chances as it is, and then you're aborting them, your chances of having another Ben Carson, a Harriet Tubman, is lowered. Oh, well, and the, well, you don't care. The Republicans don't care about the baby after it's been born. Really? Who do you think mostly adopts these? It's the churches who are the ones that mostly take care of them. Are are. are are Democrats and left-leaning people big churchgoers that, that you know what I mean? From what I understand, they took God out of their platform. In Probably. 2016, the Democrats, Probably. they take God out of their platform. This is the part. It's, it's, it's all on messaging. And the if you're really willing to vote for a guy that can't even put a freaking sentence together, my God. But again, it says more about us than it does Fetterman. I really do. I okay. think that. So... so- to, to speak to what you said about, you know, people having to drive to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. There's good news for them. Should Fetterman win? Would you support allocating federal funds to transport women who live in states where abortion is banned to states where they can get one? And why? 30 seconds. I would. I, I would, because I believe abortion rights is a, a universal right for all women in America. I believe that it, I believe abortion is health care. And I believe that that is a choice that belongs with each woman and their doctor. All right. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Federal. I got three points on that. One, it's not a right. Abortion is not a right. No, it's not. That is the dumbest thing. And I wrote, I wrote about this a lot still when I was on Facebook. The people that got, that bought that abortion is a human right or a right, you were sold a, a snake oil by the Democrats. That's not even what Roe versus Wade said. 
because you, you it's not a right. Number two, healthcare is not a right because then a nurse and a doctor is forced to to heal you. Two, how is abortion healthcare? You're literally ending the life of someone. You're ending somebody's health, right? You're ending somebody's health. And this is, somebody who is healthy. And this is the point where well, it's there's two points on this that I like to make too. Is that one? They're saying, well, that that it's not a life. Okay. So when you die, how does the coroner pronounce you dead? There's no heartbeat, right? Right. Okay. So when my kids were, when we were watching my kids um, grow in the womb, when we had an ultrasound, it just started with a little blip on the computer. Yep. Yep. That was their heartbeat. Yep. So if a heartbeat, a no heartbeat is a sign of no life, wouldn't adversely speak that the sign of a heartbeat is a life? It would to me. Okay. Because you're, you're. Because I because I try to use common sense and, and, and I'm not ideological about it. Right. The the uh, I forget what the third point was, but um, I don't. They he just uses points that the talking points that they've always used, and they're just dumb. Yeah. Like healthcare is not right. You're ending it, and you're ending a life. And I I just can't believe that they that that people still fall for this. Yeah, it's frightening. Like, like when you can't make simple connections. So, you know, I think one of the things I said to you on the phone today is I do really want (laughs) to, I do want to get in a room with one of these staunch abortion advocates Mm -hmm. because like when, when my kids were born, I didn't quite understand it. I was, you know, I was in my twenties or thirties, whatever. And I don't think I quite understood it. Not that I wouldn't kill somebody for my kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I don't think I quite understood it. Now, you know, two weeks ago, grandkid born. Grandpa Jerry. Yeah. And I would defy one of these son of a bitches to harm my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. I will end you. Oh, yeah. It's the end of it. The same is for anybody, okay? Mm -hmm. But define to me how it's different if you want to end that life Mm -hmm. in the womb. Like, like. I don't see the difference. Yeah. My third point was when the, what they're doing is, did you hear the question that she asked them? Do you support federal funds being used to transport these people to get their abortions? That mm-hmm. was the initial question that she asked them. Yep. But I thought women wanted the government out of their vaginas. Right. That's the government in your vagina. And that I don't sucker want hurts. <laughs> right? It's so huge. <laughs> but it, you don't want them in your vagina, but you want taxpayer money in your vagina right (laughs) put that taxpayer money in my vagina bills please (laughs) small unmarked bills round out the edges too i don't want to get any paper cuts in there give me the ones from the 60s and the 70s they're old (laughs) okay that that can be enough i've got five more clips but i'm not going through them all because at this point it really is beating the natural gas one has to be played if you have it play i don't have it oh natural gas the one where he said that he, he supports fracking? No, I didn't pull that one. That's the best one. Yeah. Where the woman's like, hey, you uh, 2018 article says that you that you want to ban fracking, fracking and it shouldn't exist and everything, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, he's like, I stand with fracking. Fracking. Fracking, fracking good. <laughs> fracking good, me support. I stand with fracking. Yeah, but the article, I don't know, but I stand for fracking. I stand, I, I, I stand with fracking. I do. 
for fracking. Like I've watched a lot of debates, a lot of lot of debates, and that was one of the worst. No, that was the worst I've ever. Seen. It's not even close. Do you, it was one of those ones. That's, like I saw a comment on Twitter. Well, I have to get back on Twitter. I, the reader only sucks, but. One of the comments was is like I uh, I yield all my time. That's what I should have said. <laughs> yeah. is I yield my time to to Mr. Fetterman. <laughs> Ask me some yes or no questions. I'll answer it and quickly let yeah. him go. I yield my time to to candidate candidate yeah. Fetterman. I just want to hear him talk more. Yeah, it was really sad. It really was. It's terrible. I don't think he wins. Now I don't know how he could win before. Like here's the point too. Yes, you do. No, I don't. De- and number one, politically speaking, historically speaking, is one of the reasons why I knew Trump was going to win in 2016. After you have eight years of one political party, you normally go to the next political party. Okay? So with Fetterman, we've had eight years of Wolf and him. Okay? That's another okay. reason why I think Mastriano went. Well, he's only been four years. He was picked the second time. Right. Um, but still, are the Democrats looking good around? No. At all. Mm-mm. Everything's crap. Okay. So just that alone. To people that don't play, that don't really pay attention. And independence is, is independent voters is who wins elections. Right. Right. And they're not going for Democrats. I've made this point to a Republican <coughs> friend because I, I've been on the bus for Mastriano. Okay. I mean, I think he's an idiot. I think he's a lousy candidate. And I think the Republicans completely blew it because people, A, hate Tom Wolf, are tired, B, are tired of the Democrats, and C, want to change. Okay? Mm-hmm. They put up Josh Shapiro, who comes off as this centrist type of guy. He's going to be a radical yeah, lefty, I, just like Baldy. He's going to cut tax. I saw as one of his ads. He's going to cut taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you've got all those things together. Mm-hmm. They nominate an idiot who couldn't get elected dog catcher outside of his county. I disagree. Okay. He's going to lose by 15 to 20 points. I don't see that happening. Okay. I so we, the point being, before. the point being, though, that my Republican friend said to me, well, he's a great candidate and Republicans voted for him overwhelmingly. In the primary, the primary doesn't mean shit anymore. You now have to appeal to somebody other than a Republican. Correct. You cannot win an election with Republicans. Doesn't happen. No, it has to be independent. Yeah. So it's. But I, uh, I look at it this way: as if people forgot, Josh Shapiro is the one who kept your kids in your schools. Josh Shapiro is the ones that helped close down your business. Yeah. Josh Shapiro is the one that sued the little sisters of the poor to force them to pay for abortions and contraceptives. I'm like the guy is like every single thing that we hate as Americans is government force. Josh Shapiro was a part of. He loved it. And I'll give you this: that Doug Mastriano was fighting to get our kids open from school, to open a school. And he yeah, he was so school. brave as he walked down to the governor's office and knocked on it, and then slipped the letter said, underneath. Political ploys work both ways. He's a I, big dummy. I get what you're saying, but a he big still dummy. was do a nothing. voice for the parents that were trying to get their kids out of school and businesses. Open. He's a big dummy. He, do he nothing. He worked with specifically with. Um, a guy I know that ran for a district seat around here. And um, they both worked for to help businesses and everything. I get what you're saying. Some of the stances are not politically expedient for Max Triano, but I still think he wins. I do. I hope to God he wins over Shapiro. I really do. 
I, I would prefer him over Shapiro too, yeah. but he's an idiot. And he's being outspent 16 to 1. And he's currently down 15 points in every friggin' poll you see. You cannot more. get around that kind of a a, 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 a poll differential. Trump did. It wasn't 15% two no, weeks it was before. 99% to 1. Remember that one? No. Remember when the CNN were saying that Hillary had a, a 99% That's different than polls. But all the polls, I don't necessarily believe it. Are. And some of the polls I've seen is that Mastriano is only down by four. So polls, schmoles, they're all done. They're either plus D plus four, D plus two, whatever. I don't trust any of them as it is. I just know what I've seen for the last two years all around Pennsylvania and not just in Allegheny County. I've seen stuff in northern Pennsylvania, eastern Pennsylvania, all over the place. Mastriano signs have been on the ground for the last two years. We'll see in two weeks, week uh, 12 days. Well, you also most I told, did you see that article I sent you where the lieutenant, the uh, yeah. acting assistant, um, uh, with the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania sent yes. out two hundred fifty-five thousand ballots to people that don't have social security numbers or or driver's license numbers or addresses. Okay, right, and that the ballots, what the they're not going to be done counting. <laughs> you know, two thousand twenty all over again. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if it's going to be fun, but it will drive me. It's at at this point, it's kind of just like picking a stick to get beat with. Hey, if you want to join us in our little escapade of of silliness here, you can call 610-451-7085. That number again, 610-451-7085. Give us a call and uh, let us know what you're thinking about the silliness we spewed tonight. Someone just said my, my mic needs to be turned up a little bit more. At you are pegging show, at the at the time at the at the end of the show. You are absolutely. And I'm always pegging. close. I'm almost. <laughs> they need to turn their volume. It's this up. big black round thing in front of my face. <laughs> yeah, turn your volume up. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I I I hope because I man, how can anyone vote for Shapiro after what he and Wolf did to the state? I, I don't know, but, but people owner, have, have these, you know, they're like squirrels. They forget things quickly. That's true. If you're a business owner and you vote for a Democrat, you deserve what you get. Uh, ding, ding. Yeah. That was what Wolf, the Wolf did this to you guys. That's nail on the head shit right there. Yep. And that's what I'm saying about Republicans could be running on these platforms like this. And look, Gretchen Whitmer was on her debate line that, oh, we only, I only closed school for three months. Yeah, the good news is Tudor Dixon. Yeah. She's ahead. Yes, she is. But did you see they also closed her off too when she started talking to her? Like, oh, you're done. Thank you. No, no, I didn't. It's it's such a game. See, even the Detroit I, I, I read a thing about that. Even the Detroit News said she won their first debate and handily. Can I can I take a, a wrong I think Gretchen Whitmer's hot. I do too. I think she's hot, dude. People, my friends who live out in Michigan, she might be, she might be Satan. Yeah, but she's hot. She's a good-looking broad, man. Yeah. It's a shame because she's such a. I've got witch. friends, okay, really? in Michigan, and me? they they all have to live under that mess. Ugh. And whenever, and like we've got a group chat going on Facebook, and I go, 
do, but she's really nice looking. I can't even look at her. Oh, she's repulsive. She's disgusting. This is not people from buying seeds at... at we got a call. Uh-oh. Okay, are you ready? Always. All right. Hey, now, it's uh, Kevin and Jerry. You're on with Kevin Jerry. Who's this? It's Chad Capeland. Hi, Chad. How you doing, man? Uh, 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 ooh, Fetterman, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do have to say, um, it's a little discouraging that it's only now that people are noticing. Yes. That stroke he had was five and a half months ago. Yep. And through this whole campaign, yep. nobody's heard him talk. Yeah. And it's only now that it, they're they're noticing. Well, That's it's, it, it's shameful that it that it's just uh, before the election and people are realizing. Well, you know, no, that it's a be- <laughs> no better time for it though, because like Jerry and we talk about people's mind memories are so their attention spans are so short. But people, I mean, when he met, when Biden came out to Pittsburgh to meet with Fetterman, Fetterman didn't even speak. That's right. His wife did, though. Right. He didn't even speak. So obviously, if you don't, if I, this is why Joe Biden uh, spent his time in his basement and, you know, up to 220. This is why if you don't put it out there, this is why none of the de- Democrats are really debating Republicans. Like yeah. Katie Hobbs yeah. is not debating Carly Lake out there. Right. And Fetterman only signed on for one, and it was four weeks after the mail-in ballots already came in, early voting started. Josh Shapiro will not debate Mastriano. You know? If you don't put it out there, you can't see how screwed things are. If the media, again, if the media doesn't cover the tree falling in the woods, did anyone hear it fall? Yeah. So, so Chad, what did you think of the local angle we we, uh, covered tonight? It's a, it's a, it's so confusing. The whole thing is so confusing. And I guess with local politics, it's hard because, uh, you know, I, I want to just go to the website and look at the meeting minutes that that uh, Volmer was talking about from the Board of Supervisors or Board of Auditors meeting. Right. And he said, oh, I, I look at the, the meeting minutes and I go to the website and the meeting minutes aren't posted. And I'm saying, like, OK, so. How can I how can I make a, a, a my own determination on what happened at that meeting if the meeting minutes everybody up at that table has the meeting minutes but I don't and you know I don't know Fred um, so you know I I, I can't really make a, a judgment I, I think it's suspicious that uh, that Betsy was able to cancel a meeting like I don't know how. A council manager can cancel a meeting for the board of auditors. Agreed. It seems like, you know, if they have a quorum, they get to decide when the meeting starts and when the meeting ends. And according to the second township uh, code, the board of auditors are allowed to have unadvertised working sessions uh, on the day of a scheduled um, uh, board of auditors meeting, like either before or after the meeting. So if they just had a meeting where they didn't vote on anything, but they just talked, that <clears throat> is a valid meeting legally. That's an interesting point you're making. I don't have the, the, the meeting minutes. Mm. Yeah, well, you're not going to get them either because they won't <laughs> release the video and they won't release those meeting minutes. Let me try to well, get a hold but, of the meeting minutes. Let me see if I can get those. But why can't Fred I'll bet you say, I like, can. Well, here's the meeting minutes. Like, 
that's what I don't understand is, is it seems like that meeting minutes should not be a secret thing. You know, that that's very strange. So Fred, I know Fred Whitehawk, I know you're listening. Fred, send me those meeting minutes. Cause you were probably the person who sent them to the supervisors. That'd be my guess. So if you've got them, send them to me and we'll read them on next week's show. What do you think? Hmm. I think they all went to the Adam Schiff School of dealing with uh, taking a, a wraparound smear, if you know what a wraparound smear is. You know yes. what a wraparound smear is? Yes. Nancy Pelosi told everybody. You know what I mean? And Adam Schiff, does, it's the same thing with Adam Schiff saying, is this really what they're doing with Dave Hughes with the, with the uh, investigation and they're doing with this? They don't, hey, we have evidence that, you know, Fred Whitehawk brought this, he did this illegally, he did this illegal. Okay, well, show us the evidence. F you, we're not showing you. <laughs> right? It's the same thing that Adam Schiff did for for five years. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the same thing that they all do when they if they don't have. I would bet that the stuff that they have with an investigation with Dave Hughes, it clears him, and it, especially the stuff with Fred, and it clears him. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Chad? Think we're right? I I I guess I have to start filling out my own right to know requests. So yeah, get on it, man. Get on it. Start being a ball buster. Come on. Like a grassroots effort. We've got to just get enough Mm -hmm. of them in there that they eventually have to respond. If we can overwhelm them. (laughs) How many many, person the processes? How many are up for election next time? Three. Three. Who sees appointees? Ted, George, and Dave Vollmer are up. Yeah, all the appointees are up. Chad, you interested in running? (laughs) I, I I, I'm with Kev. This I don't want to touch this with a ten. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on, you'd be good. But that's the point. Is like when you get this is the point of there what it we is. talk about is that government has gotten so freaking freaking Jerry ridiculous that it pushes. <laughs> like you really think about it, this is the best that Pennsylvania has is John Fetterman and Oz. It's the same thing I said with Hillary and Trump. This is the best that the United States of America, 3.5 million, what is it, how many million people? 350, 360 million people in the United States. That was the best that in 2016 that that we we, um, have to offer. And this is the best that Exeter Township has to offer. Really think about it. But then people like you and me don't want to get involved because why would we want to be a part of that shit show? Yeah. You know what? I think it's it's got to be a uh, – I, I wouldn't mind running on a uh, on a ticket. Like that That to me, like if, if I could run with three other people or, you know, two other people or something and – I think that could be arranged. Just I'll, I'll handle your political. I'll be your political advisor, and this is your platform. We aren't clowns. But I think that's what you have to to run on is yeah. is that you know we're, the intention is to clean house. How about we the aren't them? Is to, is to fold over the the appointees and have a you know a, a, a clean slate. No more soap opera. Elect us. Right, right, and if you can, if you can have some sort of platform like that, and you have a slate of of candidates, that, that might be. Like, like I said on and next door, you know, uh, to to Ted's comments about you know who future, you know who 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 has intentions with the with the RCC, you know, it's I don't want to run on uh, you know free golf for everyone, right? Uh, just because you know that's what would get me elected. Yeah. Right. So. Right. All right. 
Well, I love the show, guys. Thanks, Chad, man. thanks for calling, man. Keep going. Right. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Chad Kaplan. Chad, we we uh, we talk to Chad all the time on the Facebooks. On the Facebook, he, he's constantly uh, commenting. Good. Yeah, good. he seems like a good dude. More so somebody about. called while he was on the phone. Oh, they should call back. Yes, call back. Okay. Yeah. Whoever that was. But that's the point, that you have good people like that that don't necessarily want to get involved because it's so... Like, if it was like a normal year and there was a couple things going wrong, you'd be like, okay, I can better this. Yep. It's, it's the difference between having a zit on your chin and poop all over your face. There's a little bit you can clean up, but not that whole mess. Mm. Okay, here's that call. Okay, here we go. There we are. Hey, you're Hi, on live Jerry. with Kevin Jerry. Hi, Kevin Jerry. It's Fred Whitehawk. Hi, hey, Fred Whitehawk. I was at a meeting until 8.15 this, this evening, so that's when I started listening to you, okay? Uh, the other auditor, John Dahlbach, he sent the minutes to all the supervisors and Betsy, okay? Okay. He, he uh, I, sent, I sent, Jerry, I just sent you the, the minutes through uh, uh, Facebook Messenger. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'll leave it at that, and then we'll talk next week. Okay, because here's the way I'm looking at it, Fred. He, uh, they invalidated the meeting. The meeting didn't exist. We can read those minutes all day long. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's yep. right. I hope there's something juicy in there, Fred. There's nothing there. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's nothing. All right. Okay. Thanks, man. Have a good night, Fred. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Exeter Township Auditor Fred Whitehawk checking in. Made a mountain out of a molehill. They really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is, but, you know, as, as we said, it is just brutally clear to me that, that they're they're on the bust for him. This just reiterates what we're talking about when good people try to help or volunteer or whatever, or even when a run, you get attacked. Mm-hmm. You get attacked for doing inconsequential things. Mm-hmm. How's that? And it, wasn't it Ted and those guys that said that they wanted to bring, like... A more transparency to the board and everything. Yes, they did. But now every damn right to know that I file gets extended 30 days and then they deny it. Wow. That's amazing. It is amazing. But you're the problem, Jerry. I'm clearly the problem. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) sir. That is the Exeter Underground number 29. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. If you missed any portion of the show or if you'd like to spread the word to 10 or 20 or 50 friends, nearly immediately after the show, there will be uh, the, the podcast will be put up. There will be a link on the Exeter Examiner. It will be shared all over the place. I ask you to go right ahead and share that with some friends. Tomorrow night, Kev, Exeter Sports Network. Big game. Exeter versus Mannheim Central for all the marbles, dude. Let's, let's hope we... Last week was a, uh, I believe, a humble pie game. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was talking to some people about it, and I was like, my God, you know what? We were up 21-3, to three, and I thought they were playing like crap. I really did. Like, the defense was spot on. Defense yep. was playing good. Yep. But the offensive line didn't wasn't playing that great. Yep. Quarterback wasn't playing that good. Um, I just I didn't think that they were playing up to the par. But then again, like I said to uh, I said to a buddy of mine is my mechanic. I said I was saying that we were up twenty one to three. 
Right. You know what I mean? That's the expectations are here. Right. And it's not just expectations, but if you any other football game, NFL, high school, whatever, it's 21 to 3, you're thinking that's a slaughtering. Yeah. That was 21 to 3, and that was in the first quarter. Uh, it's like, it's, no, they, they actually scored at the end of the first half to make it 21. Right, yeah, but right still, still, that was yeah, the, right. Yeah, I mean, at, at no point was this game ever in danger. I mean, no. in reality, yeah. but you're going, ah, mm-hmm. right? And you know what? The first, and I'll give this, and I said this to the guy sitting next to me. And I said it to my wife. The star of the first half was the punter for um, the other team. Yeah, he was an amazing punter. Did you really like? I like to pay attention to all aspects of the game: the offensive yeah. line, the tight ends, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, CBs, all of them. The punter for them. What was it? What was their? What was the team? Uh, Conestoga Valley. Conestoga right? Valley. The Buckskins, which I had another name for them, yeah. but that was besides the point. <laughs> but the punter was amazing. He was nailing punch, dude, putting it down like the, the amazing punter. And the the running back. What the hell was his name? Their running back. Yeah, it was I little, can't remember. I, it was a little short kid, but he was fast. Yeah, he was good. And then Exeter pulled it away. But I was like, I said, I was talking to uh, another guy. I was like, I hope this is a little bit of a wake-up call and they get this out of their system and they come out on fire next week. And yeah. tomorrow night, I hope they really do. They're going to have to because uh, Mannheim <laughs> Central is also 9-0. and they're, they're, it, This game determines who's going to be the section champ who, and will probably also determine who gets a bye next week in the playoffs. What ranking are they at the state level? They're in the top 10, I think. Is Exeter second? Exeter's right? number two. Who's number one? That would be Upper Dublin. Hmm. Out of Phil, is a Philly area. See, I think, you know what? We all talk about the extra offense, and it, it is great, and, you know, I think everything. I, I think the dogs in the, in the, on the D don't get their, their justice at all. They are the number one defense in the county. Yes, maybe in Lancaster, listen, Lebanon. Joey's League. great. Joey's obviously great. He's going to Penn yep. State and everything. And there's other guys on the offensive side of the ball that are good. But you, re- the guys on the D, the dogs in the D, they're not getting any. Like the big boys down in the dirt, they're not getting any of the the love that the offensive gets. Yeah. And you look at those games. Some of those games, the defense is the one that kept them in it. You know what I mean? Until they could explode, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It was the case last week. When Joey ran, what was that, an end around that he ran, almost 100 yards or whatever it was? was 91 like, yards, yeah. Sh- yeah. Talented kid, man. Sure is. The entire team is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they could really they could really go very See, this far. is the part. Next week, like I said to the guy sitting next to me at the game, it was like, this is why I can't coach kids. Because I would just, like at that game last week, I would have been screaming, let's Go, you know what I mean? Like when you're getting a little down, and they, you could see some of the guys were like, because they had threw a couple, of, what, three or four interceptions last week? Two interceptions, one fumble. Okay. So I was like, you know what I mean? You could see they get down, and everybody does. But they didn't get down. They did the best thing they did. They kept their chins yeah. up, and they rolled on. Yeah. But, man, I was like, I'm getting there. Like I would, I would love to just give me those kids in a room before this game Friday night. You know what I mean? Their I coaches know how to do it. Don't I, worry I, about I, it. I understand that. But <laughs> yeah. just as a person that's like, come on. You know what I mean? Just do or die stuff. I don't know if a coach can say the things, that type of things. You know what I mean? I don't know what a coach is allowed to say. I know what was said to me when I was a kid. You know what I mean? But nowadays, can you say that to kids? I don't know. It's a different generation, man. The whole you know, coaching staff. 
Kev, the whole coaching staff, it's just a bunch of really good guys. Oh, I'm not counting. You know, they, they, them, they're saying. all and they're all completely invested in the kids yeah. from Matt Bauer down. Yeah. And uh, we have a little bit of interaction with them on game nights. Yeah. Uh, the one I talk to most often is Matt Hulsher, who's the who's the guy who handles all the video end of everything. Make sure that the plays get down to, or the replays and everything get down to them off of yep. the huddle cameras. And uh, just absolutely solid individuals, every one of them. Yeah, I would just be Can't saying, be concerned about them at all. I just, no, I'm not concerned. What I'm saying I is. I mean, that is, they're not covering every angle. No, I'm not saying that either. What I'm saying is, is I would probably say things that would probably get me in trouble to <laughs> saying it to kids. Like, you get out there and you break some effing bones, get down, you know what I mean? It's. There are actually rules against that stuff. That's why I don't coach I, kids. I, yeah, against telling them you have to go hurt them. There are rules against that. So. Right, I get that, but that's why I don't do it. <laughs> like that's why if anything, I coached a little bit. Coached my son when he was doing uh, um, we tie and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. You teach them, but you tell them not to hurt people. But this is different, man. Yeah. These are big boys. Get in there and knock some, knock some fucking heads. It's going to be a great game, and I encourage everybody who can't get to the game to tune in to the Exeter Sports Network to listen to it because we're going to have the two best announcers in Berks County covering the game. The hell with WEEU also covering the game. They use Exeter. We're there every week. We're there every week. Listen to our feed. We're much better than them. (laughs) I'm better. We're better. We know. Thank you once again for listening. We will be back here next Thursday at 645 with more shenanigans, I'm sure, from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hi and good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, now it would have to be. Thank you. Thank good morning. you. <laughs> Thank you and welcome. Yes. He's the, you know what it is? He's bizarro. He's the bizarro world. Ba- backwards boy. Yeah. He's Superman's bizarro. You say hi when you leave. Goodbye when you <laughs> when you arrive. Half an hour on that. Yeah. Hour. Yeah. Go get the podcast. Tell a couple of friends. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Uh-huh.